Hello, adventurer, and welcome to the Skyrim Book Club, the on-the-go solution for the busy adventure in Tamriel's coldest, far-reaching province. Let us collect the literature and lore of this great province for you and put it into a portable package so that you never have to stop fighting dragons, picking flowers, or stealing from shopkeepers when they aren't looking. With an ever-increasing archive, SkyrimBookClub.ca has got the story for you. Until next time, enjoy the book. Children of the Allmaker by Tharston of Solitude, an outsider's accounting of the skull. If the title of this text rings familiar, then perhaps you, like me, have had the great pleasure to become acquainted with the most remarkable people, the skull of Solstein. Upon first meeting these gentle wild folk, I was immediately impressed with their great hospitality. They welcomed me into their homes, one and all, without the slightest hint of suspicion or uncertainty. Trust, it seems, comes readily to the skull. In appearance, the Skull are clearly of Nord ancestry. However, they are culturally distinct in several significant ways, the most notable of which is their faith. Having never adopted the pantheon of the Empire, the Skull recognize only a single deity whom they call the Allmaker. For the Skull, the Allmaker is the source of all life and creation. When a creature dies, its spirit returns to the Allmaker, who shapes it into something new and returns it to Mundus. The concept of death as an ending to life is unknown to the Skull. Rather, death is seen as simply the beginning of the next stage of an endless journey. This great respect for life is evident in one of the most important Skull beliefs, a concept the villagers call oneness with the land. The Skull try to live in harmony with their surroundings, making as small an impact on their environment as possible. When a Skull villager sets out to collect firewood, for example, he or she takes it from fallen, dead trees. When the Skull hunt, it is only out of necessity and not for sport. Because they hold all life in great reverence, the Skull people will resort to violence only as a last resort. This has, understandably, led to a rather austere lifestyle for these simple, good-natured folk. For the Skull, the word luxury is nearly an alien concept, though I was intrigued to note that one villager, Edla, had taken to trading basic goods with travelers who passed through the village in exchange for small luxury items. Such an enterprising outlook is something of a novelty for the Skull. Though it saddens me to conclude this account on such a somber note, it is impossible to deny the hard truth that the Skull people are dwindling. In a century or two, it is possible that their unique way of life will be lost to the world forever, reduced to little more than a footnote in the great epoch of history. This comes as little surprise, given the immense hardships of a life lived in such an extreme environment. For the Skull, it is a daily struggle to survive the perpetual wintry climate of northern Solstein, but other challenges have recently appeared. The ashfall from Vardenfell has taken its toll on the plants and animals upon which the Skull depend for their survival, and life is now a struggle for all who call Solstheim home. Therefore, I humbly beseech any students of history who might encounter this modest text to travel to Solstheim and learn all that can be learned of this noble people and their ancient customs. The Skull people might not be long for this world, but let us assure that their proud and noble legacy lasts well into the future.